everyone, and welcome to the Abundology Podcast. I'm here today to talk about horses. <laughs> so this has been something I've been really interested in in a long, long time. And I'm here with my friend, Sue Willoughby, who is a certified Equus coach. Um, yes, I know, Sue. Good so job, I'm, <laughs> Thank you. We were before the podcast, I was asking her, you know, how do you pronounce these words? Is this not where Equus and equine are not words that are, you know, that we say every day, especially when we're not used to this. So thank you, Sue, so much for being here and telling us all about what you do with horses. Oh, it's my pleasure, Renee. I absolutely have to tell you, um, I started listening to your podcast. Uh, it was referred to me <clears throat> by a friend and I love, it's like now part of my Sunday ritual where oh. I get my little boost of, you know, astrology and energy. And I try and pass that on to people in my awkward way, not knowing that much about astrology, but I can, you know, I can, I can parrot stuff. Right. So, you know, talking <laughs> about the planets being in retrograde and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, so I appreciate you and I love that little Sunday burst of happiness. So, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, all right. This, I, as you may know, I go to the fancy spa like once a year. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh -huh. And one of the options there is horse therapy. Mm -hmm. horse, and so I know you, you're not really, don't really do horse therapy or more horse coaching, but we're in the same arena here. Yeah. So, so can you tell me just a little bit how coaching with horses is different than regular coaching? Okay. Well, regular coaching or talk therapy, you know, it's all a one-on-one -on -one conversation, right? And we all know that, well, you know, we've all created stories that support us and that we live in and that we embody that have, you know, and sometimes they rule our lives, right? Yeah. Well, those stories... um, when you're having a talk, a, a conversation like a talk coaching or or a, or a talk therapy, you can say whatever you want, right? And there's no, you know, you, you you can read someone's body language maybe, but you may not know. I mean, like, am I getting am I getting truth? Am I getting the the essence of what is really going on with this person? Yes, you can. If you're a skillful coach or a therapist, yes, you can. When you throw a 1200 pound animal of, you know, a different species altogether. And that animal is a horse who, you know, it's funny. Uh, they are, they're, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, I'm so afraid of horses. Like, okay, well, I understand that they're, they're big, they're powerful. Uh, but the thing is they're prey animals. So when you throw a 1200 pound prey animal in the same environment with another, with a person, the dynamic changes, the energy changes, um, you know, horses in the coaching realm act as a feedback loop because mm -hmm. they are totally in the moment, right? They're, they're, their only reason for being is like, you know, every, every inch, every cell in their body is like, am I going to survive? How am I going to survive? What is that thing? What, you know, is it a danger? Is it a threat? Is it whatever? Um, we live up here. Right. It's hard for us to be in our bodies and not let our minds take over. 
Yeah. Horses are the opposite. They are constantly in their bodies and their their body language and their 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 nonverbal communication with each other in a herd and with humans as well. Um we just need to know how to read that. So that was a really long answer. Um <laughs> so the horse helps people get back into alignment with their head and their body and their heart. And and the horse provides a nice feedback loop for me as well to, you know, interact with, um, with my clients. So I'm assuming if the horse is a little, um, antsy or mm -hmm. uh, that, that gives you clues then about perhaps what the person is feeling. Yes, it can. And it's, um, it's really interesting because some people will automatically just start to project onto the horse what their what their insecurities are or what you know they're like oh the the horse doesn't like me the horse is doing this the horse is doing that and you know so it's like oh okay let's let's explore that a little bit let's talk a little bit more about what the horse is doing <laughs> um so it's it it's just interesting um how by me observing the horse's behavior um, now the thing is, you know, people are like, if, if they're frightened, um, and they're trying to act like they're not frightened, the horse is going to be like, um, yeah, I'm going to be over here until you're ready to like be a little bit more congruent. Um, and that is like, so I think in terms of what you were, where you're asking about if the horse is a little antsy, yeah, it's probably has something to do with what they're feeling from the person, what they're, what they're sensing from what's really inside and what's really going on with the person. So I'm assuming then that they're very intuitive and sensitive animals. Incredibly. Right. Like, you know, I mean, when you watch them, a, a tiny little fly will land on their butt and just those little cells will twitch to get the fly off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're being prey animals. Their eyes are on the sides of their heads and their ears like work independently. So you may see a horse out in the pasture, you know, 500 feet away grazing. And if you, once you hit their awareness zone, even their most outer awareness zone, they're going to turn an ear and listen and say, you know, what is that? Right. What I sense something in my, in my sphere, they're that sensitive. Um, you know, and they are intuitive. They have to survive, right? They have to right. know, is this a threat? Is it not a threat? And by doing that, they're, like I said, they're in their bodies. They're in the moment. They're, they're constantly assessing and building awareness of their surroundings, which is something that we can really take a lesson in. Okay. That is Rather so than true. Reacting, right? Like, oh, you're just jumping into somebody's face because they say something like, Take a deep breath. Let's let's explore that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting because we as humans, one, we make shit up in our heads about what is happening. Really? And, yeah. Imagine that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but weird. I don't know if we're necessarily assessing all the time. You know, one of the things I talk about with people, you know, when they're like, I want to get, I want to hear the messages from my spirit guys. I want to be in the flow. It's like, well, yeah. you got to pay attention, right? You know, we're on our phone all day or, you know, you know, all the, the billion things that we do to distract ourselves. Yeah. So I would think that that would be part of the beauty of being with the horses is really being in the moment. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're, you're just, you're there and the horse is there. And, you know, I've seen some really amazingly magical things happen. Um, and it sounds a little cuckoo, but, uh, it's, it, it really can be magical. Um, and, and I've seen people walk into the round pen or the arena with a horse and just emotionally let go. They've just been holding on and then the horse will, may come up to them and, and put their head on their shoulder or something. You know, it's, they are so sensitive and they are so intuitive and they just, you know, we, they have come to trust us over the years of domestication. Um, you know, approaching a wild horse is going to be a little bit different than approaching a domestic horse. Um, you may get close, you may not. Um, but that's because of their survival instincts. Um, but, you know, I mean, these animals let us climb on them and ride them around and, you know, put saddles on them and put bits in their mouths. And, you know, I mean, but we do have to have some sort of a partnership with them. And that's why the Equus coaching is so powerful. Um, you know, for that moment in time, you, you you know, you're feeling, they're feeling what you're feeling. And there's a nice exchange with that energy, right? Um, which allows people to get more grounded, start having personal awareness of their bodies. And I I bring the body a lot into my coaching and 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 say, how does that make you feel? And you know, the person may say, Oh, angry or yeah, whatever. No, no, no. How does that make you feel? Where in your body are you feeling that? Because if you can start to tap into how your body feels and how your body is reacting, you know, that's like the old term, right? The gut feeling. Right. Right. If we would listen to our guts or our hearts or our whatever a little bit more often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather than just be like, no, that is something else. And, you know, I, I'm, does not compute, does not compute. Um, so the horses just really bring that out. And they're also fun and playful. And some people, you know, you could just really kind of cut loose and get in I, touch with your inner I, child or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I love that because often we think of coaching sometimes in the therapy range. You know what I mean? Coaching and therapy. Okay, maybe in the same field. Yeah. But to think of coaching that could be fun, that I'm out there with a horse and I'm outside yeah. in nature or, you know, at least at least that is super fun. I could see that. Also, the trusting ourselves. So we're talking about trusting our guts. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. Gut, intuition, same thing. Yeah. Um, the, tr the horse is trusting us to get mm -hmm. on it and climb on it. So talk about you know, freedom than if the horse is trusting us for us to be able to trust ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when you're on a horse and you're, you know, you're sitting up there and I you know well, my horse is 16 hands, which is close to being six feet high off the ground. Um, it's a long ways down. Uh, and, you know, but you've got your hands on the reins and the bit is in their mouth. I mean, and if you're tense and nervous, the horse is going to feel that because that energy travels down through the saddle and through the reins. It's the same thing if you're not on them and the horse is at liberty. And by at liberty, I mean, you know, running around free, not with a halter and a lead rope, um, just being able to move and 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 run around at liberty, you know, free, um, which is the way we work with the horses. 
occasionally we may do an exercise where we lead the horse. If the person doesn't, person doesn't feel really comfortable, you know, letting a 1200 pound horse run around them, right. Or, or walk around them. Even um, it can be a little intimidating. Um, but horses have been used for therapy for a really long time. Um, you know, I also volunteer at um, a therapeutic riding center where people with physical disabilities and emotional disabilities, um, you know, they're riding programs where it's just, it's that connection. It's that, you know, and, 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 you know, there's been so many studies and there's different groups um, that use horses in, in therapy. And I think that I'm not sure which exactly, you know, fancy spa you're talking about, but I have a pretty good <laughs> idea. Um, there's one down in Arizona and, uh, and the person that started that program, I, someone gave me the book or had gone down there for a corporate retreat a long time ago. And they were, and the guy Wyatt, who started the the therapy program down there, uh, wrote a book called "It's Not About the Horse," and it's really not about the horse. The horse is just being itself. Like you, maybe in the middle of a session, and the horse is going to drop down and roll on the ground because that's what they're doing. They're just taking care of themselves. That's what they do. We don't do that. Yeah. So. By just being around them. And, you know, I mean, I've had a really long history with horses. You know, my first ride was like at five years old or whatever, riding some crazy pony in a trail ride. And, you know, I'm, I still remember like the horse just, the pony just decided time to go and cut off from the trail line and just headed back to the barn. And it was galloping as fast as its tiny little legs could take it. And I was like, wee, until I wasn't anymore. And I fell off in a big pile of horse poop. And of course, my <laughs> mother was, you know, mortified. And I'm like, yeah, you know. That was the best thing ever. Yes. Let's do more of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, they've always had my heart. And, you know, they, they've gotten me through some really tough, you know, tough points in my life, too. So, you may not always realize what the lesson is at the time that they're trying to teach you, but you're like, oh, got it. You know, you get it afterwards. Well, so. and often we don't know what we're feeling. It's yeah. we, you know, we don't. You know, I even have people that have, have said, you know, I don't think I'm anxious. And they're like so anxious. But <laughs> if the horse is right there and the horse is anxious, like that gives you a big clue you know? <laughs> the horse is like, oh, hell yeah, you're anxious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am. I'm anxious. I and didn't know. <laughs> the thing is, they don't judge you. They don't I care if that. you're anxious. They don't care if you're upset. They don't care if you're having a bad day. They do not care. The one thing that they do care about is that you're being honest. Wow. So if you say, I feel really nervous and anxious being in here with this horse. The horse is like, okay, cool. I got you. I got you. Wow. I'm not, that doesn't bother me. I just need to know that you're aware of the fact that you are a nervous Nelly, right? So, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, you can see the shift in the horse once the person settles in and says, yeah, I do feel a little nervous being in here. It's, it's a lot, you know? And the horse is like, yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot for me too. But they're not going to judge you. You know, that's the beauty of them. They do not judge. I've I cried many that. times into my horse's neck. You know, it's like, they're like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that also because 
you know, any type of coaching or even going to the therapist that we've gone to, there's as humans, we have that little bit of judgment. Like, I'm afraid to even say this, you know, because there I might be judged. But to be able to fully be yourself without any judgment. Oh, my God. Talk about freeing. It is. It really is. And sometimes it takes people a little bit to, you know, it's like you said, it's not the norm for us. Right. We assume that we are being judged at every turn. Yes. Because a lot of times we are. Yes. You know, and we judge without realizing that we're judging. So having a creature near you that has absolutely no judgment, you know, I mean, the horse is not sitting there going, oh my God, why did she wear that sweater? Are you <laughs> kidding me? That shit just looks horrible on her. They don't do that. They don't. And they also don't hang on to stuff. I mean, yes, horses can experience trauma and many of them do at the hands of, you know, unkind trainers or whatever. That has changed a lot in the past, you know, number of years with, you know, natural horsemanship and so forth. So, yes, horses can experience trauma. Horses like people, when they experience trauma, they shut down. Okay. And then, you know, but they're more apt to shake it off and not hold on to it, you know, in a way that is, you know, going to interfere with them. Now, if they've been beaten over and over and over again, they're going to, they're just going to be kind of not, you know, they're not going to be in their bodies anymore. And that can happen. But generally speaking, you know, they don't, you know, if we have something happen, like somebody flips you off on the highway, right? We're like, oh my God. You know, you're telling everyone, you know, this asshole flipped me off on the highway and I can't believe it. And, la, la, la. and you're talking about that stuff for a month, right? Like, okay, wow, really? That affected you, I guess. You know, the horse has a little freak out. You know, they're walking along the trail and there's a paper bag or a plastic bag that gets caught on the limb of a tree because the wind is blowing. They don't, they freak out maybe a little bit, but they're like, oh my God, what is that? They, they figure out what it is. They go back to whatever they're doing. Okay, you'll see them in the pasture, right? They're grazing, grazing, grazing. They hear something, a truck backfires or whatever. Their head may come up. Their ears are going to turn. And then they're like, am I going to die right this minute? I think I'm pretty safe. And then they'll go back to grazing. Okay. Wow. They don't then go to the water bucket and talk to their friend, you know, Joe, the other horse, and be like, oh, my God, that plastic bag just came out of nowhere. (laughs) I thought that thing was just going to grab me by the neck and, you know. They don't hold on to that stuff. They yeah. go back to, you know, but they're, like I said, they're very aware of their surroundings. So you can walk a horse into the barn that they, and down the same aisle that they've walked down a hundred times and something may be different. And they're like, whoa, what's that? Like somebody moved a bucket or something. And you're like, oh, that's the same bucket that was over there yesterday. And then they're like, is it going to kill me? No. Okay. Fine. But you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm over dramatizing just yes. a little bit, but you get the point. They, they assess, they react, however they're going to react. Are they in danger? Which is usually what they're, you know, what they're mostly concerned with. Am I in danger? Yeah, man, there's so much we can learn from them. Yes. It's, 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 I, I honestly had no idea. Now, I think we've all seen those pictures where people are at the spa and they walk over and they lift the horse's hoof up. You know, what, what is the purpose of that? What is <laughs> <laughs> that is kind 
have it. That's a funny little, that's a really easy exercise that, you know, that Wyatt does or that his, you know, his um, actually one of our Equus coaches works at one of those spas. Um, the, not that one, but the, the other one. And um, so you can have five people, let's say it's a corporate retreat. You know, you've got the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the OOO, the whatever. <laughs> and each person is going to go over there to the same horse and have the same activity. So one person may go over, gently greet the horse, reach down, the horse gives them their hoof. Someone else may go over and be like, well, that's easy. I can do that. The horse is like, "Mm -hmm, okay, go for it. Right. It's all about the energy that you bring. It's how the horse is feeling. What are you bringing to that tiny little exercise? What are you bringing? You know, are you bringing bravado? Are you bringing like, well, this is a stupid exercise. I mean, the horse is like, okay, go for it. And the horse will shift their weight and put all their weight on that foot and not pick it up. I've seen it happen, right? I'm sure you've seen it happen. Yep, if you've been yep. to one of those clinics and it's really telling because then you can say, well, what's going on there? You know, this five foot tall, hundred pound woman just went over and picked up the Clydesdale's foot and didn't have any problem. What's your problem? Yeah. It's interesting that it's all about the energy. You know, clearly yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. You know, and because we, we know we're attracting from our energy. What we are feeling is and vibing is what we're attracting. And if you're not aware of what you're even feeling and vibing, then how do you even know what you're attracting? Well, clearly you can look in your environment in your life and see what you're attracting or so. repelling. Or repelling. Or repelling. Yeah, good point. <laughs> totally good point. But I love this, that it get, helps you get cl- very, very clear about your vibe in that moment. Yeah. Which we, I don't know what other, there aren't, probably aren't two other many things that do that. Yeah. And like I said, you have a living, breathing barometer, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you've got that right there giving you feedback instant feedback. So it is really interesting because I can use a horse for two different people or three different people. I usually don't like to do that many sessions on the same horse because it's, it's exhausting for them as well. Um, and they will act completely differently with each person based on what that person, what their energy is, what they need, what they, you know, what it, they know. I don't know how they know, but they know, they know what every person needs. It's really stunning. So it's, yeah. And, 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 you know, people are like, well, how can, you know, they want me to explain it and it's not easy to explain. It's really very, and I use the word experiential a lot because it is really very experiential and you can just see a lot of times the shift when somebody is like, oh, oh, and the change in the behavior of the horse They're like, oh, oh, and then, you know, where does that show up for your life? Right. And completely different from somebody telling you Mm -hmm. what that is versus you getting it on your own, feeling it on your own. Yeah. So can you uh, just briefly run us through what like a typical um, Equus coaching session would look like? Is it about an hour? Is that? usual or 
Yeah, no less than an hour. Okay. Uh, because sometimes it really does take some time to just sort of settle into it. And, yeah. you know, um, if it's a, a shorter or an individual session for like, let's say an hour or a little bit over an hour, hour to two hours, um, I usually like to start with a grounding exercise, you know, have the person go into the, um, you know, I will ask them to set an intention for the session. Um, and a lot of times that intention will evolve. Change, <laughs> yep. You know, because like you said, you may not know, you may think, oh, I want to do, I want to work on this thing. And in order to work on that thing, there's 10 other things in front of it that you need to work on. So setting an intention, uh, doing some grounding, just so that you're having awareness that you're actually in your body, that you're in a body and that body is yours and it is connected to your head, but your head does not control it. Right. Yeah. So just a grounding, a nice meditation grounding kind of a thing um, and let them develop some level of comfort with the horse. Uh, prior to having someone go in the arena, I do a safety demonstration. I also do a little demonstration on things that they can do um, once they're in the arena to interact with the horse. <clears throat> so just a basic like activity. Now, they don't have to do exactly what I did, but this is, you know, this is how you move the horse around the arena, you know, the engines in the back, you know, the, if you step too far forward and get too far in front of them, they're going to stop or turn, uh, you know, some basic things like that. And then a lot of times they'll, they can, they don't have to, but I recommend that they work with what we call a long line. And it's basically just a, a soft, long, it's probably 20 feet long, uh, coil of, um, rope or, you know, whatever padded rope, um, that they can use to extend their energy, to get bigger, to, you know, uh, help move the horse around. It's not, you're not whipping the horse. You're not beat, you know, it's not, it's just like, woo, you can toss it out, you know, it just, it's an extension of your energy. And then I let them, let them play with the horse and just watch and be quiet. Yeah. And it's, and then after, you know, a few minutes, if, if they feel like they're getting stuck or something's happening and you can kind of tell they're like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing or am I doing it right? There is no right or wrong. First of all, it's not, you're not training the horse. You're not being graded and you're not being judged. It's just do what feels comfortable for you. And, and then after a couple of minutes, I may say, so what's coming up for you? And typically by that point, after they've had some interaction with the horse, it's going to bring stuff up, okay? Whatever it is that, you know, if they're frustrated with a work thing or a partner or whatever, that frustration is going to come up and it's going to come up with their interaction with the horse because we tend to be sort of habitual creatures I've found and, you know, one solution fits all. Well, if I do this, I'm going to get that result. Well, guess what? If you keep doing that same thing over and over again, you're not, and you're, you know, and you're not changing up and you're getting the same result, you might know how to change something. But it's interesting though, just to watch how people are, you can see, okay, something's going on there. So I just ask them to, to talk to me. What are they experiencing? What are they seeing in the horse? Um, and that's a really great way. Then the conversation starts. Coaching is not about telling someone, well, okay, based on what happened in this session, you're going to need to do this. I ask them, what do you feel is, you know, what's coming up for you? 
and then ask them what, you know, where does that, where does that come? Where is it in your body? I mean, it's a lot of exploration. It's explore, exploring the experience for them. Well, and exploring the things that we really don't pay attention to in our modern life, mm-hmm. you know, our feelings, our body, um, being present, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. So yeah. such good practice. Wow. It really is. And, and, and then I may say, okay, come on over for a minute. Let's just have a chat. And they're like, okay, good. You know, it's like, they feel like, <laughs> and some people yep. feel like they have to perform and, you know, do the task right. And like, okay, well, why, why do you feel like you have to do the task right? And what is your definition of right? You know I mean? Yeah. That's a whole nother thing that you can explore. So you don't want to bounce all over the place. You want to try and like, just fine tune the session to a place that, they are one thing that is like, you know, maybe it's a reoccurring thing. It's a limiting belief. It's, I mean, it's such a great way to just start peeling back the layers, right? Yeah. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. When I'm in Seattle next time, you're in the Seattle area. Yes. Um, next time in that, I'm in the North Pacific Northwest. I am definitely coming for this. This is, sounds amazing. I would yeah. love that. That would be so fun. So fun. Um, you also have a retreat coming up soon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I do. It's my first retreat of the new year. I'm very excited about it. It's called Authentic Empowerment. And it's based on sort of my crazy life journey where, you know, I, I won't get into that. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, we all are looking for those answers, right? We're looking for, you know, we're taking this class or we're doing this thing or we're doing the thing The we all, it's like, you know, in the wizard of Oz, Dorothy, you've always had the power to go home. You know, you've always, it's always been in you. You have that power. How can you access it? How can you bring it out? Right. So that's what the retreat is about. And and once again, the horses play a huge role in that. So it's called Authentic Empowerment. It's a very limited, uh, you know, six people. And um, it's a it's a full day. We start at nine. We go to five. We have a catered lunch. uh, We hang out with the horses. We do quiet, reflective time with the horses. We do interactive exercises with the horses one on one. And then everyone else gets to observe everyone else's session if they want to. I mean, they can go, you know, hang out with a horse or whatever, but it's so beneficial in that group setting. I don't know if you've had any group retreats or anything. Yep. You Um, learn so much from other people. Absolutely. Because somebody else is going through something very similar and it resonates with you. Yep. And it may resonate in a way that you had no idea it's going to, that it is. You're like, whoa, okay. That was powerful. So it's really it's such a cool environment. Um, and, and people walk away like, you know, like, oh my God, that was amazing. So it's Saturday, February 25th from nine to five. And it's going to be, I partner with a, a rescue. And I think you're going to maybe include this in the show notes. Yeah, uh, It's an equine rescue called care for life. F U R. Um, <laughs> And so I use the rescue horses, which I love doing because, you know, some of them may never be adopted. They're more, um, it's a sanctuary place for them. Uh, some are adoptable, some may not, maybe they're older, maybe they're, you know, whatever. They have a lovely home there and it gives them a purpose. I mean, they, you should see some of them. They're like, they really perk up. They're like, 
I'm doing something cool today, you guys. You know, they leave their <laughs> pals in the pasture and they're like, I'm going to be a coach. Um, so I love that about partnering with the, with the horse rescue. Uh, so yeah, it's just fun. It's fun. Totally fun. I, I wish I was closer. I do know you have people fly in for this, these one day things. So that's super cool. Um, yeah. So I will put a link to the nonprofit, to the mm-hmm. retreat information. And then of course, also your website, which is willoughbycoaching.com in the show notes. And thank you so much. I, I've always been so interested in learning more about this and now I can't wait. Now well, I can't here, I've wait. Got a, I've got something for you. You know, I mean, you're in Bozeman. There's lots of horses around there. Yes. If you find a facility or we can talk about it, I can come out there and do a retreat there with you. And that would be super fun. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Okay. I am putting that in, in my intentions now that we're going to do. So that in the next year or two, that yeah. will come to fruition. Just like that. Yeah. So. Just like that. Let's manifest that. Let's manifest also, that. I just wanted to let people know that if you are interested in signing up, if you sign up before uh, the 5th of February, I'm offering a $50 discount, which brings the price from $400 down to $350, which is a nice little savings. Yeah, that's a great deal. And then I'm also going to send you, uh, Renee, I'm going to send you a coupon code that you can send out to your listeners um, for any other, uh, for a discount on any other coaching products. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. A little thank you for having me on. And it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, Sue, thank you so much for being on here. Thanks everybody for listening. And we will talk to you again next time. Thanks so much.